2: shared his comedy for years. Now, you'll hear it here. It's the Rob Carson Show. Yes, ladies and
1: gentlemen, I watched the 72 minutes of Joe Biden last night standing before the American people After 50 years in Washington, D.C., saying that he was going to fix everything that has been broken the last 50 years in Washington, D.C. Do we believe him? Uh, No, we don't. And we certainly don't believe his lies like this one.
3: Instead of making the wealthy pay their fair share, some Republicans, some Republicans want Medicare and Social Security to sunset. I'm not saying it's a majority. (laughs) Didn't this Trump get a little old? You know, pushing
1: grandma off a ledge and all that stuff. It' it get a little bit old? It's kind of falling on deaf ears. You know, kind of like racism, racism. Everybody's racist. White supremacy. You really? Get a little old.
3: Let me give you anybody who doubts it. Contact my office. I'll give you a copy. I'll give you a copy of the proposal. Please call the White House today. That means Congress doesn't vote. Well, I'm glad to see you, and I tell you, I I enjoy conversion. I enjoy conversion. Okay. You know, it means if if Congress doesn't keep the programs the way they are, they would go away. Other Republicans say, I'm not saying it's a majority of you. I don't even think it's even a significant... Then why bring it up? See, he thought he'd get away with a talking point. He thought he'd get away with it. That's why the Republicans
1: uh, talked out last night. He thought he'd get away with that. Being proposed. And he would have
3: if it weren't for those meddling kids. By individuals. I'm not, politely not naming them, but it's being proposed by some of you. Look. Yeah, by who? Who, please, tell us who's proposing this. Folks, the idea is that we're not going to be... We're not going to be moved into being threatened to default on the debt if we don't respond.
1: Okay. Well, you know, honestly, I got to tell you, I, I was writing for Rush Limbaugh during the uh, the uh, Clinton administration. I remember that. And, I mean, he was like the king of lies. I did a parody uh, called The Lying King. And, and everybody thought that uh, that uh, uh, he would be the liar-in-chief forever. But I think he's been used to I think he's actually been overtaken. This is Jim Gossett as uh, Bill Clinton,
4: passing the crown to Joe. Next to Joe, Hillary looks honest. President Joe. Like when he claimed that he reduced the debt. Unplugged. I was known for telling total falsehoods. He normally likes it plugged. But Biden is the biggest liar yet.
1: Yeah, it's kind of a sad day.
4: He stood up there and fibs he kept on telling. Trying to scare folks on Medicare. Republicans rightfully were yelling. Yeah, and they shut up. To the guy with plugs instead of hair <laughs> I can't talk No. Joe Biden's lies I'm trying to sing harmony here His alibis Are a thin disguise You'd think his staff Would realize When it comes to lying, Biden takes the fly. Yeah, he does. He has
1: a, an amazing uh, cabal of people who will cover for him. And uh, he doesn't apparently realize that uh, that's kind of been blown, you know, with the whole Twitter files, the uh, the lawsuit by the uh, former AG of Missouri and the AG of Louisiana going after him and discovering the uh, the deep state working with big social media and the mainstream media, the shutdown stories like Hunter Biden's laptop. He still thinks he has that going. He still thinks that he can get away with his stuff. But uh, last night, Republicans spoke out. When he when he tried to get a clean soundbite about, you know, Republicans, want a sunset, Medicare and Medicaid, boo. He had to respond. Well, I may not be the majority, but it's a few. Really? Who? Well, you know, I'll just change the subject. Oh, and then after uh, going after fossil fuel, one of the first things that he went after was shutting down the Keystone XL pipeline, which created a lot of jobs over one hundred twenty thousand dollars. You said, go out and retrain yourself. Go do something else. How about you, Joe? You've been in government for 50 years. Why don't you try to compete in the private sector? Why don't you retrain yourself? Here he is talking about about, uh, fossil fuel, by the way. Fossil fuel, in case you didn't get it the last couple of years. Uh, is a part of everything you have. If you have an electric car, it's possibly, most probably, powered by a a coal or natural gas fireplace or or, or, or a power plant or a nuclear power plant. That's just the way it is about 85, 90% of the time. Very few windmills uh, power your electric car. It's nonsense. It's uh, it's worthless. The technology is failing. Uh, uh, Wind power plants and those that are subsidized are collapsing on each other. Nobody wants electric cars. I can go on and on and on and on also i don't know this microphone here uh the cover of it's made from uh, fossil fuel from petroleum the computer that i have in front of me yeah uh, made of plastics made from petroleum uh it is uh, petroleum is a gift from god it's there it was placed there through history and we're able to use it it's organic okay it's organic putting windmills out off the ocean and doing sonar landscaping uh, underwater that beats whales' eardrums bloody, and then they, uh, they beat themselves and die. That's not natural, you see. Having nine-year-olds mine cobalt for a dollar a day in Africa isn't uh, organic for your electric car, virtue signalers. But here is uh, Joe Biden talking about, you know, we could have fossil fuels for another 10 years or so. I hate to tell you this. I just bought my first new car in 20 years. I'm going to have that car 10 years from now, and I'm going to keep it production.
3: And when I talk to a couple of them, they say, well, we're afraid you're going to shut down all the oil wells and all the uh, oil refineries anyway. So why should we invest in them? I said, we're going to need oil for at least another decade. And that's going to exceed <laughs> and beyond that. Yeah.
1: What are you going to make plastic out of there, Joe? What are you going to make medical devices out of there, Joe?
3: Need it. Trees. Production. If they had, in fact, invested in the production to keep gas prices down instead. The
1: Rexland industry then blames the people in it for the problems that he caused.
3: They use the record profits to buy back their own stock, rewarding the CEOs and shareholders.
1: Like Pfizer? Corporations ought to do the right thing. Like Merck? Like those people? How about them? How about those? How about defense military contractors making making piles of money over an undeclared war against Russia? We are at war with Russia, by the way. There's no doubt about it. We are spending as much uh, to fund Ukraine's war against Russia as Russia spends on its defense. We're at war with Russia. And Russia's doing military maneuvers with China. And Russia, the uh, the nuclear clock, the doomsday clock, is the closest it's been to midnight in 50 years. And then all of a sudden, a Chinese spy balloon flies above our Minuteman missile silos. Yeah, in Montana, and the northern northwest part of the country, and then over SAC Air Force Base. Nothing to see here. But Joe Biden called out the uh, the people who uh, drill holes in the ground and give us the glorious fossil fuels that we ask. He called them out for not wanting to uh, expand their operations, knowing that Joe Biden's going to destroy them. And if you need some proof, here's what he said when he was campaigning.
5: Would there be any place for fossil fuels, including coal and fracking, in the Biden administration?
3: No, we would we would work it out. We would make sure it's eliminated. No more drilling on federal lands. No more drilling, including offshore.
1: I can't believe you don't want to spend billions of dollars to uh, uh, to drill on federal land now. I mean, fossil fuels could be around another decade. No ability for the
3: oil industry to continue to drill. Period. I guarantee you, we're going to end fossil fuels. What about say stopping fracking and stopping yeah. pipeline and yeah,
6: infrastructure
3: yeah, sure and and, and exactly. no more no. fracking. We are going to get rid of fossil fuels. I've argued against uh, any more oil drilling or gas drilling on federal lands. No one's going to build a coal-fired plant again, and we're going to get rid of the ones we have now. Have a transition from the oil industry, yes. Would you be willing to sacrifice some of that growth, even knowing potentially that it could displace thousands, maybe hundreds of thousands of blue-collar workers in the interest of transitioning to that greener economy? The answer is yes.
1: There you go. That's all you really need to know. And that uh, 72-minute speech last night isn't going to make you feel like Joe Biden really wants to work with us again. doesn't want to change direction. Uh, It made none of us, none of the 71% of Americans who think the country and know the country is going in the wrong direction. It didn't change any minds last night. You know what else didn't change any minds uh, in the last couple of months? Raiding Mar-a-Lago after Donald Trump left office didn't change any minds about Donald Trump. It made him stronger because we recognize the difference between good and evil. And right now, this president is bedded down with the evil. And that's China, and that's this nonsense transgender BS, that's this CRT in schools, that's an open border, that's the flood of fentanyl. I can go on and on and on. You know it as abuses and usurpations. You know it when you look at your paycheck. You know it when you go to the store. And that little speech last night meant nothing to your daily life this morning. Let's go to Jason in Idaho. Hello there, Jason. Welcome to the Rob Carson Show. Hi, how are how you are today? Doing great in yourself? Good. Are you going to secede?
7: Oh, uh, well, I, I certainly hope so. <laughs> okay, good.
1: I was going to say, because they're, they're getting ready to divide Idaho, I want to know if you're on the side that's leaving the uh, the leftist population centers of Idaho. Are you going to be a part of the new Ohio, uh, Idaho
7: well, I'm up in Coeur d'Alene, Idaho, so I'm oh, okay. about nine hours away from Boise and all that craziness going on down there. <laughs> gotcha, uh, there again, gotcha. I'm only 100 miles away from the Canadian border, so uh, we get a lot of the crazies coming down here, too.
1: Gotcha. What's on your mind today, bud?
7: Well, I wanted to make the point that we've already been at war. We are. In, we have been in a world war, and we were told so by by Vladimir Putin many years ago that we were in a world war. But not only are we in a war with Russia, but we've been in a war for many years with China. They have just not been using conventional weapons. Their most recent strikes against us have been psychological and chemical. Psychological being TikTok and chemical being fentanyl. But make no mistake, they are actions of war.
1: Well, Jason, you also mentioned—you uh, know—you didn't mention COVID. COVID was created in a lab in Wuhan, China. We were told that we couldn't have any thoughts about it or anything related to the treatment of COVID. They—they uh, uh, the, they locked down Wuhan when it was uh, when the outbreak happened, but they didn't stop international flights. Jason, that's. Absolutely true. There's no doubt about it. So uh, you can add that to the other. Uh, that's, I guess, a biological weapon. It's a biological weapon. Uh, if you look at the
7: optical the o- chemical and psychological warfare. There you go. Against us. 100%. Putin said that we are in a war of ones and zero. you know, a digital warfare.
1: Yeah.
0: So yeah.
7: You know, all these people saying that we're, we're, you know, we're looking at World War Three. We have been in World War Three since before Trump was in office.
1: Yeah, I agree. And Donald Trump was the only person who was willing to stand up and say enough is enough. And, uh, and he was driven from office. And, you know, uh, I, I believe he should be the president. I'll just tell you that. I just believe he should be the president. There's no doubt about it in my mind. Jason, I appreciate the phone call. Uh, Joe Biden has the audacity to talk about fentanyl last night. For the first time, he walked over the bodies of about one hundred and eight thousand people to get to his first statement about fentanyl last night. Wow. Just wow. Let's take a break and come back. You're listening to The Rob Carson Show.
2: Driving snowflakes and candy aisle kids crazier every day. It's The Rob Carson Show.
1: You know, depending on the poll, between 65 and 71% of all Americans think the country's going in the wrong direction. The same goes with Canada. With Canada up there, you know. Yeah, a poll of Canadians has revealed that 67% of the public believe their country is broken as housing and food costs soar along with concerns over the country's health care system. Huh. Well, that sounds kind of familiar, doesn't it? Canadians are concerned about various issues from the rising cost of food to Canada's runaway housing prices. By the way, you can't afford to buy a house right now. That's why you got to rent and rent's going through the ceiling. Uh, and all of that is soared to unaffordable prices relative to household incomes. But Joe Biden says that he created 12 million new jobs. Uh, the polling also found that 50% of Canadians would describe themselves as being angry compared to 42% who said they were happy regarding how the country was being managed. And uh, you know what? Uh, that same amount of people in the United States were not convinced uh, otherwise with regard to Joe Biden's speech last night. We know that China created the virus. We know that China is our enemy. We know that we have suffered greatly at the hands of uh, of China and the government's response to COVID. We know we've been played. We knew that masks were a joke. We knew that closing schools was uh, an awful thing to do, but they did it anyway. We uh, many of us did not want to take a vaccine, but it was forced upon us. Many people lost their jobs because they didn't want to take the vaccine. They were denied a religious exemption in the military altogether, ignored. And last night, you're thinking that just talking about China for a line or two is going to fix all of that? Oh no, because you know what? We're pretty pissed about it. But here's Joe Biden talking about the uh, the balloon. The, the uh, balloon, which was, by the way, not the uh, beginning of something. It was the culmination of something. It was meant to be a signal to the rest of the world that we have softened up America so much in academia, in the corporate world, with COVID, with shutdowns, with with all of the, uh, the nonsense being taught in schools, we've wrecked the country. This is our victory dance. This is how we show the world that the United States is ripe for the picking.
3: I'm committed to work with China where we can advance American interests and benefit the world. But make no mistake about it, as we made clear last week, if China threatens our sovereignty, we will act to protect our country, and we did.
1: You waited for a surveillance satellite balloon, the lowest it's ever been, flying 60,000 feet above our military bases, including where we, uh, we put our uh, intercontinental ballistic missiles, the ground-based intercontinental ballistic missiles, closer pictures than they could have ever dreamed of. And then as the balloon is leaving territorial waters, you shoot it down. Again, it's like uh, putting on a condom after sex. Look. Hey, but China only gave us gonorrhea.
3: They didn't give us HIV. Let's be clear. When- Murpies, In The competition should deny all of us. We face serious challenges across the world. But in the past two years, democracies have become stronger, not weaker. Really? Autocracy. Really, like uh, what, what's going on in Iran? What about that uh, Green Revolution that, uh,
1: that uh, Barack Obama shot down? What about the freedom movement in Cuba that the United States
3: completely ignored? What about that? It's grown weaker, not stronger. Name me a world leader who changed places with Xi Jinping. Name me one. Name me
1: one. Oh, I think there are a lot of world leaders. I'll bet you anything right now that Vladimir Putin would love to be in charge of China. And I would also say probably uh, Xi Jinping would be, uh, not Xi Jinping, but uh, Deng Xiao, whatever the hell, in North Korea would
3: (laughs) would love to be in charge of China. America's rallying the world to meet those challenges from climate to global health to food insecurity to terrorism to territorial aggression. Allies are stepping up, spending more, and doing more.
1: Well, oh, really, I, I'm not seeing that.
3: Look, the bridges were forming between partners in the Pacific and those in the Atlantic, and those who bet against. Yeah, the- nobody believes you. Oh, oh,
1: this is just beautiful, by the way. This is this is to me the pièce de resistance, because. Um, I don't know anybody who died of covid exclusively. I don't. My mother had it. She was 90 years old when she got it. She didn't even know it. So she went to the doctor and they said, "Yeah, you had the antibodies." You guess I guess you had it. She didn't know it. Uh, my daughter goes to a school where 2600 people are employed or go to school and nobody got covid and died. And it's weird. It's weird, but I do know a couple families who've had kids die of fentanyl poisoning. And I wonder why that is. I wonder why that is but but last night the president of the United States had the audacity to bring up fentanyl for the first time after tens of thousands of young people have died of covid of uh, of fentanyl poisoning from pills from China
3: fentanyl is killing more than 70,000 Americans a year
4: Where have you, been?
3: you got it
1: It's your fault It's your fault Nobody's fooled by it. Decorum be damned! Nobody is fooled by you suddenly touching base on fentanyl last night. You know what else nobody's uh, being being uh, fooled by is you inviting uh, Tyree Nichols' family, uh, mom and dad, to uh, Congress last night, even though it doesn't fit the narrative that the left has tried to make about p- the police and defunding the police. Just to have them there to touch base, just to have a photo op, just to have a line in a speech. They were used, and then. He mispronounced his name. All right, we got more on this in your phone calls. at Kay Smythe, Brit expat, living in the United States, may consider moving back over. She's coming up next. It's the Rob Carson Show. European American Armory Corp, or EAA Corp, is specialized in providing high-quality, innovative, and reasonably priced firearms to the U.S. since 1990. You can choose from a wide selection of unique and traditional pistols, whether you're looking for a concealed carry revolver, shotgun, or competition pistol, EAA Corp has it. EAA's 1911 series comes in compact carry or full size in three popular calibers. If you're a first-time gun owner, EAA Corps' all-in-one 9mm MC9 Striker fire pistols come fully equipped in a sleek, light, ergonomic package ideal for everyday carry. In addition, their lineup includes the mc 312 series of 12-gauge shotguns for hunting, sporting, tactical, or personal defense that will exceed your expectations. There is a limited lifetime warranty on every series available today at EAA Corp. EAA Corp says get the quality firearm you have always wanted and save yourself a lot of hard-earned money. Visit EAA Corp.com. That's EAA Corp.com to learn more and order online or through your local dealer.
2: Driving snowflakes and candy aisle kids crazier every day. It's the Rob Carson Show.
1: Sarah Huckabee Sanders delivered a, uh, I think, an awesome address last night. My friend Chris Blant said he was surprised by it this morning. I'm like, well, you haven't been paying attention to Sarah Huckabee Sanders. Here she is comparing, uh, well, talking about Joe Biden and his uh, his what I call crap touch. Everything that he touches, that's gold, turns to crap.
8: But in Washington, the Biden administration is doubling down on crazy. President (laughs) Biden inherited the fastest economic recovery on record. Yeah. The most secure border in history. was that. Cheap, abundant, homegrown energy.
1: I forgot about that, guys. Yeah, fast
8: rising wages. Oh, mm-hmm,
1: a yeah. rebuilt
8: military. Ah, uh, yeah. And a world that was stable and at peace. But over the last two years, Democrats destroyed it,
1: it all yeah but you know last night's speech cleared up everything and everybody who thought the country was going the wrong direction to the tune of 71 percent of the population has certainly changed their mind after that glorious speech by the dear leader last night kay Smythe is a uh, writer for the daily caller she is also a political pundit and expat uh, from great britain and she joins us on the newsmax hotline hello there kay how are you today I'm great, Rob. How are you? I'm good. You know, uh, one of the only negatives of this job is that I have to occasionally suffer the slings and arrows of a bad State of the Union address, make notes, and share the audio the next day. Uh, what, what did you think of the Dear Leader speech last night?
6: What I've seen of it, uh, Rob, and I, you know, I try not to expose myself to the idiocracy when I don't have to. Um, so I haven't seen all of it. But yeah, it's it's pretty much what I was saying when I was on, uh, I was on the weekend uh, morning show on Newsmax on Sunday, or Saturday, sorry. And I was like, "It's just gaslighting. The Democratic Party are, uh, they're, they're an abuser. America is in an abusive relationship with the Democrat Party, uh, yes. not just for all the reasons that Sarah Huckabee Sanders just so eloquently described, but also because they just keep lying." And trying to gaslight us into thinking that everything's okay when everything is not okay. Everything is not okay, Rob. Um, And it's it's that incessant lying that that just drives drives me nuts. nuts.
1: So, Kay, I saw, your, I saw your tweet um, this weekend about uh, it's time for women to start being openly offended and hysterical about uh, be, say, uh, being told it's okay to share bathrooms, prisons, and experiences with biological males. You mentioned with regard to like last night's speech, and I, and I was thinking about this this morning, and the reason why I, I'm able to comment on abusive relationships is because I saw it as a child. Uh, my, my father left at age seven. He was an abusive man, um, and, I, and I saw it. And what we saw last night was Joe Biden calling us MAGA fascists, Abusing us, and then last night saying, "Hey, baby, just come back to me. We can work together, and we'll be fine." And uh, and and all of that stuff that happened last year, where I told you you were a MAGA fascist and you wanted to destroy the democracy. Everything's going to co- be okay. Just cuddle up next to me, and we can move on. That is an abusive relationship, Kay. And I I am not afraid to say that because it, it it contains the same hallmarks of any abusive relationship. When when uh, when somebody uh, abuses, continues abuse. Uh, invites that person back in, uh, placates that person, and then the abuse resumes. Nobody was fooled by this last
0: night, Kay.
6: Well, I don't know. Like, I'm scared because there are still people, not even just here in America, but, like, all over the world who still seem to think that it's, you know, Orange Man bad and Biden good. Like, that rhetoric still echoes out amongst Many people who live, uh, well, this is the thing. Sometimes I go back and forth. It definitely happens in the rest of the world. But I think here in the U.S., there are still so many people who are on the payroll for this party that they keep spewing that same, you know, the same lies, like there's no other cleaner way to put it, and the same abuse. Um, And part of me thinks that there are actually people who do still believe them, and they do still follow with this sort of blind Passion for what is, you know, essentially a cult in the pyramid scheme. Like that's what Biden has turned, um, or what the Democrats have turned the party into. And you know, Biden's the leader of that. It's it's just sad, Rob. Like I'm really worried for the future of the country. I know. And I'm just I'm just so grateful that there are great leaders out there who are trying to do at least something to combat just the incessant hysteria and nonsense that comes out of democratic lawmaking. Because I think a lot of people forget, right? Like, these are the people, like, even though they're celebrities now, like politicians are celebrities, these are still the people that America votes into office. They get, America literally gets to choose whether these people have jobs or not. Um, And they forget, I think, that they're not just celebrities, they're also people who write the legislation that has a direct impact on all of our lives. And it's almost like I just wish people would wake up and realize that if you keep voting for the same person and the same party, things are just going to get progressively worse. Um, There is no hope for this. So I think we really need to start like right now. Like this is something I I was saying back in um, 2020 about the midterms. I was like, great, the election's over. We really need to focus on the next midterms. Well, the midterms are over right now. Everyone should be putting their money where their mouth is and investing in political leadership and putting their vote where their house is and investing with their vote into, well, leaders that are actually gonna counteract this stuff. I know Governor Ron DeSantis is doing some incredible stuff down in Florida, particularly in regards to uh, children's protection from you know, the sort of crazy transgender movement um, to illegal immigration to you know, election issues so on and so forth, and I just, I just wish that more Republicans would stop following whatever party line the Democrats give them and just start standing up and saying, okay, you, you're crazy, like Sarah Huckabee Sanders is 100% correct, you're uh, absolutely crazy, so um, we're going to counteract that with better stuff, and then we'll get your voters, and you guys can just be jobless. Bye! Like, sorry, well, tell me it's not <clears throat> that simple.
1: Well, and okay, but the problem is, and I'm the only talk show host in America who's not afraid to say it, I said that we have a bourgeois, we have a proletariat, we have people who move to Washington, D.C., spend their entire lives uh, telling us how to live ours. We now know because of the Twitter files and an error and a lawsuit uh, filed by the former AG of Eric Schmidt of Missouri and the AG of Louisiana that the United States government, uh, the deep state, was involved in censoring everything, everything from COVID uh, information, uh, calling things disinformation and misinformation. We also, on top of having a bourgeois and a proletariat, we have a political prison in Washington, D.C. We have a Bastille. Uh, and, And I like to say that this situation will not end well for those in charge. But here's the problem. We are very slowly becoming the realize that the vote there's a real good chance that the vote is not secure. We saw this in Arizona, and I said, I'm not afraid to say this. I'm not letting this fade into the rearview mirror of history. I know there is no freaking way that Katie Hobbs is the governor of Arizona. The people of Arizona know that Katie Hobbs is not the governor of Arizona. And I said, if that is allowed to stand, then it's over. Then your say is over, Kay, and I'm not letting it go. I've been told, oh, you think you're a denier, all this crap. But you know what? Deny. Liar doesn't mean D-word for Richard to me, all right? Uh, I deny lies by the government, okay? If the government says that what I say is disinformation or misinformation, what it says to me is that I know the truth. And every single time, Kay, that uh, that the truth has come out, I have been proven right. So I, I am worried for the future of the country. When I saw the balloon fly over our country, I went, that wasn't the beginning of something. That was the culmination of something. That was China saying, look, world. We were able to do this. We've weakened the country so substantially that we can do this. And you don't have anything to worry about from the United States. What do you, uh, what do you think about the balloon and, and some of the things that I've just said about the direction of the country?
6: Well, I think you're absolutely spot on. And, you know, Rob, you're one of the, you know, the few people who's kind of like, when news networks are of the few outlets that's like willing to put me on because I'm the first person to stand up and say, hey, guys, China already invaded. China has been invading the U.S. for decades. There is a stealth warfare happening on American soil. It's coming over our border in the form of fentanyl, in the form of organized crime. It's infecting our entire Internet of Everything system. It's infecting our academic institutions. China basically owns this country. And I literally said to my best friend yesterday, I said, All China has to do is just say, yeah, America, we're not giving you anything anymore. It's as simple as that. They can literally just turn around and say, we're not going to give you anything. And this country would crumble. And it's not because we're not a strong country and a strong people. It's because we're being led by a weak government who's completely bowed down to the Chinese Communist Party. I mean, there are people I know for a fact in government, who literally tell other conservative news outlets, hey, let's say that Hong Kong fell in 2018. Um, Let's make sure that that's what the narrative is here. No, sorry, I was in Hong Kong in 2014. I was there when China took back control over it. They're going to do exactly the same thing with Taiwan. I wouldn't even be surprised if that gets swept under the rug entirely. And when it comes to the balloon, yeah, you're right. It was literally just them going na 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 na. Nah, look what we can do, and then saying <laughs> to the rest of the world, "Look, this first world power. We had a president. We had a president, Rob, who literally, I I love bringing this up with my very liberal family, but I'm like, there is a reason why everything was peaceful under Trump. It's because he said, if you mess around, you will find out." and we yeah. all knew that he was true and obviously there was a word that I would have preferred to use there but we can't It's radio <laughs> and and that's what we need that's what we need in terms of like political leadership because we need that strength right now we need a grown up in charge and we need a non narcissistic not selfish not wanna be celebrity in power we need someone who's like hey guys hey, so guys. you guys put me here i'm going to take care of you because that is literally my job description
4: yeah kay you
1: you you came you came to America, you came to America uh, for a reason, and now you're here in America as this president uh, takes the country down uh, to hell in a handbasket seventy one percent of the American people know the country's going in the wrong direction do you you regret your decision to come here i mean are you are you no. disappointed by the country that you've moved here
0: for?
6: no, not at all i I love this country, and you know I had family visiting last week. Rob, and that is, this is such a great question. Now, I had family visiting last week, and they asked me, you know, how I feel about everything, especially working, right, as a writer, covering this, documenting this moment in history. And the thing I said to them, which is the same thing I say to every ungrateful, spoiled child that I come across in this country who doesn't appreciate living here, is I've been all over the world a couple of times over. I like, you know, I was born in the golden age of travel, before the internet and before everything got ruined. And there is nowhere else in the world I would rather be than right here. And there is nowhere else in the world that you have the opportunity but also the wonders that this country has to offer. Like there like I you know, it sounds crazy, well, but, like, one of the things that I really love to write about, that no one ever asks me about, quite frankly. What? is what? um <laughs> This is, like, really nerdy stuff. Um, so I'm actually obsessed with uh, the sort of intersection between human and physical geography. So how our natural world sort of conditions our development, like, the development in our civilization and how our relationship with the natural world kind of, like, ebbs and flows. And yes. uh, one of the things that I get to do for The Daily Caller that I think is really cool is I can call up people like Graham Hancock from Ancient Apocalypse. People have seen him on the Joe Rogan experience. I can call up people like Jimmy Corsetti, again, another expert researcher in, and writer and uh, content creator in this sort of like very broad field of investigation. And I get to have deep, passionate conversations with these people about the state of our current humanity, the state of science that I care about.
1: Okay, KK, you have no idea what a science geek I am. You have no idea what a science geek I am. I have a PhD in the Discovery Channel, K. Okay, don't even go there. Dear Lord. Okay, listen, I, I want to continue this conversation, and let's, I'm, I'm getting ready to do, we're going to do a, an hour-long podcast where I just interview guests, and we'll cover that. Uh, but unfortunately, we, our time is nigh today. Let me ask you, this: I, I know that you, you have a, a, a you, are you engaged, by the way?
6: Oh, no, everyone keeps thinking that I'm okay, going right, to, right. to post
5: those pictures of me and John. No,
1: yeah. we just we <clears throat> love each other very much. Okay, all right. All right just each li- each li- 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 I have an idea for you. If you okay. want to truly okay. assimilate truly assimilate to the culture, did you realize that Cracker Barrel is offering couples who pop the question in their restaurant on Valentine's Day? You get free food at Cracker Barrel for a year. There's nothing more American than that, Kay. <laughs> Dude, we've got
6: to do it. I'm going to go tell John right now. Let's wow, say I love Dude,
1: it. Dude, Cracker Barrel. You at a Cracker Barrel wedding would be the ultimate, the ultimate statement of, I'm an American. So you get your your boyfriend, possible future husband, whatever the hell, and you say, hey, put a ring on it at Cracker Barrel. We'll eat free for a year. Oh,
6: my gosh. I'm going to go tell him right now. I'm literally going to go tell him right
1: now. Thank All right. You so much. Uh, Kay, listen, I, we, I wish we had more time. We will do an extended version. And trust me, I know a lot about science. I'm, I'm a total... You have no idea. You have no idea. I'm so uh, you just, uh, I'm so excited. We'll, we'll have this conversation off here, but I do appreciate you joining me. Where can people find you on social media, Kay Smythe?
6: Everyone can find me. Um, my name is useless because, you know, it just sounds like noise. It's K A Y S M Y T A G. If you Google me, you'll find me Twitter, Instagram, Get a true social Facebook everywhere. I'm everywhere. And
1: soon to be and soon to be Cracker Barrel. They'll see your face oh, when we yeah. type in Cracker Barrel. All right, have a good one. Thanks for joining me today. I appreciate it. Let's take a break. You're listening to the Rob Carson show.
2: Time to put Nancy, Joe, Chuck, Bernie, and Mitch in a retirement home. Rest well and rest easy. You deserve it. It's the Rob Carson show.
1: Only a person who knows that the mainstream media will cover their tracks exclusively would say absurd things last night. Like uh, Joe Biden uh, being tough against China, uh, bring up uh, fentanyl after ignoring it completely, talk about the southern border even though he's breached it. Uh, and honestly, it, it, I, don't, I can't relate to somebody being that much of a sociopath that they would say something that everybody knows is wrong and just expect the media to carry water for him that's what Democrats do that's what Joe Biden did this is what Sarah Huckabee Sanders said last night in response to Joe Biden's tepid response uh, to China sending a spy balloon across our country and then then uh, doing a victory dance for shooting it down after it's done the damage
8: beyond our border from Afghanistan to Ukraine from North Korea to Iran President Biden's weakness puts our nation and the world at risk You know it. And the president's refusal to stand up to China, our most formidable adversary, is dangerous and unacceptable. President Biden is unwilling to defend our border, defend our skies and defend our people.
1: That is irrefutable.
8: He is simply unfit to serve as commander in chief.
1: You know, we live in a country where we have a First Amendment, and it has allowed us to become the greatest instrument of individual uh, liberty and uh, and wealth in the history of of mankind. There's no doubt about it. Without the United States, they'd still be playing harpsichords and wearing powdered wigs in Great Britain, and uh, and pooping in a shack outside the house. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you can uh, you can uh, you can thank America for excelling. Uh, humankind, uh, as far as the technological revolution, from zero to a thousand miles an hour in under two hundred years. That's just the way it is. Thousand years, uh, for a thousand years, London existed without plumbing, without electricity, whatever. Uh, the United States existed for two hundred and fifty, and in the last, I don't know, seventy or so, we went from uh, uh, electric lights to uh, to flying to uh, to the moon, landing uh, uh, probes on Mars, uh, Titan, sending uh, you know Voyager outside of the solar. I could go. On and on and on. But our media chooses to bed down with our government and lie with the government. Andrea Mitchell yesterday uh, became a gaslighter talking about Joe Biden and China.
5: Even these House Republicans will not separate themselves from Ukraine, but on China. What Joe Biden did tonight by not taking on China more aggressively was politically. Politically
1: courageous, if you will. Now, so she says that by not taking on China last night, that just floated a surveillance balloon above our territory, took all sorts of pictures. She says that shows courage. That is gaslighting, folks. That is Soviet-era gaslighting. She has the First Amendment. She could tell the truth, but she chooses to bed down with the state. Unbelievable. Let's take a break and come back. This is The Rob Carson Show.
2: Rush Limbaugh shared his comedy for years. Now you'll hear it here. It's the Rob Carson Show. Uh,
1: this is the third hour of the Rob Carson Show. We have much to get to, um, including a little bit more from the president's speech, also hearings on uh, Twitter collaboration and the deep state, uh, as the uh, as time allows. As time allows, so I just want to mention uh, one thing that I can take away from uh, last night is that if Joe Biden were the president, when Ronald Reagan were the president, the Soviet Union would still be around. I absolutely believe that 100%. Ronald Reagan talked about uh, peace through strength. Ronald Reagan, Pope John Paul, Lech Walesa, Margaret Thatcher, all showed that the Soviet Union was a paper tiger, and it fell, and it fell. It collapsed under its own weight. We're the paper tiger now. We're the paper tiger. Joe Biden has made us into the paper tiger. You and I are ready to fight for our children, for our country. We're We're ready to go. But the people at the top are so bought off by China, uh, so so embedded in uh, the money from China, among other places, so embedded in uh, the well. I'll just say the military-industrial complex. One hundred billion dollars going to a, a, a full-fledged war with Russia. We are in the middle of a war with Russia, and they want to do more. And and by the way, last night uh, apparently we had a, a way to uh, negotiate a peace treaty last year, but. You know they like that sweet, sweet money—that 120 billion dollars of American money, which is more than the uh, the Russian defense budget. So we're the paper tiger. We are the paper tiger, and uh, and I'm the, the 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 latest example was flying that balloon over our country, and we just kind of saying, okay, we are we are as feeble, I think, and weak in the eyes of the world as the Soviet Union right before its collapse. It's just the way it is. And we have to decide whether the 2023 is going to be the year that we turn it around. It has to be. It has to be. You got to be able to express yourself too. By the way, mainstream media is trying to shut down conservatives. Newsmax of the latest on DirecTV.
0: Big problems I am having with DirecTV. They drop Newsmax from their lineup suddenly. One conservative outlet left. Tomorrow I will be calling AT&T. There must be. 50 ways to cancel service They won't
1: be satisfied until it's completely silenced 50
0: ways to cancel service No
1: conservative thought
0: You just pick up the phone, Joan Cancel your plan, Stan Send an email, Gail To DirecTV 877 Newsmax Tell them you're through what you need to do soon? Dump ATT Lee. You hear that, Lee? And set yourself free. <laughs> you just make the call, Paul. Return the dish, Trish. Yep. Suspend auto pay, Ray. And listen to me. What would Chuck do? You're gonna love it. Excuse me. When you tell him to shove it. <laughs> Millions will flee, D, from TV. So uh,
1: yeah, Directv got the marching orders from Nancy Pelosi and two of her flying monkeys in Congress last year. Told uh, Directv you got to get rid of OAN and Newsmax and Fox. They are disseminators of disinformation, which of course is what the government decides is the truth. Okay, could be a falsehood. Could be that uh, you know masks work to prevent the spread of COVID. But you know, if anybody says anything against it, that is disinformation or misinformation. They didn't have enough. <clears throat> Shutting us down on Twitter, on Facebook, on Instagram, on YouTube. Didn't have enough of that. Had to move on. Had to go after cable. Had to go after satellite. And, uh, and DirecTV was ready with their marching orders. And they got rid of OAN last year. And they got rid of uh, <clears throat> Newsmax a couple weeks ago. Well, you can tell them, no. 50,000 people the first week called and told DirecTV, ah, you know, I'm done. I'm done. It's time that Woke America paid for their Censorship. And they either put Newsmax back on or you say, hey, you no, know, no, I can find my uh, my shows everywhere else. I just canceled Disney Plus for the nonsense going on there with the Proud Family nonsense and all of the other woke BS at Disney. Uh, Disney's, they're, I mean, I don't know how they survive as a company, to be quite honest, telling 90% of their audience that they're privileged. It's really, really stupid. But whatever. You know, you make your bed, you lay in it. If you want to get uh, Newsmax back on DirecTV, 877-NEWSMAX. 877 877- Newsmax. Uh, they're hearing us. It's loud. It's very loud. You are making some glorious noise and people are waking up to the, uh, the nonsense. The nonsense. i, I got to share this. This is... Um this is funny, and and I just shared a little bit. it didn't have enough time to really uh, show um, uh, Andrea Mitchell as a tool of the state. Uh, this is as bad as anything I think I've ever seen on even um, Soviet, you know, media uh, or North Korean media. Uh, here is uh, Joe Biden last night talking about the uh, China balloon.
3: I'm committed to work with China where we can advance American interests and benefit the world, but make no mistake about it. As we made clear last week, if China threatens our sovereignty. We will act to protect our country, and we did.
1: Okay, so nobody believes that. Um, We're not so stupid that we believe that waiting for a uh, surveillance balloon to fly over the country and then shooting it down after it's done the damage, nobody believes that, all right? But here's Andrea Mitchell literally telling us that Biden not being strong against China was a good thing.
5: These House Republicans will not separate themselves from Ukraine, but on China. What Joe Biden did tonight by not taking on China more aggressively was politically politically courageous if you will in terms of the domestic
1: support because mm. as you know very politically well- courageous not to stand up to our enemies. politically courageous that's I mean that, that is a, the definition of gaslighting that is the definition of carrying the government's water uh, honestly it's, it's just it's it's embarrassing. but unfortunately none of these people have any uh, any shame whatsoever. Not one little bit. Oh, oh, this is it. This is really fun. Because, you know, um, last night Joe Biden uh, attempted to put an olive branch out. I made the uh, the analogy earlier uh, that uh, what Joe Biden did last night was what abusive... Uh abusive people do to those they abuse they uh act like oh honey i i I, you know i'll never be that way again and you know i know we can work together we'll be cool and then once you get in there and you see the smile on his face and you see but you see his forehead last night man i mean that thing he looks like the great and powerful Oz. i mean really it's it's, it's like freaky there's this line where his hairline used to be and there's a muscle it was it was kind of weird but um but, uh, you know, that's it's it's the it's the uh, hallmarks of, of an abusive relationship of somebody who thinks that uh, they can just uh, smile and make you forget what happened in the past and invite you back in and keep the abuse. And that's what he did last night. And that's when he came to, uh, of course, he had to mention January the 6th. January 6th was not an insurrection. The FBI said it was not an insurrection. Right now there are people in uh, solitary confinement, people in jail 700 plus days, no trial, being abused. Is that the country you want to be in? Andrea Mitchell, are you cool with that? I'm sure she probably is. But here is Joe Biden last night, after he supposedly extended an olive branch, uh, saying that uh, January 6th, you know, obviously MAGA Republicans did that, and how how, uh, uh, this actually related to Nancy Pelosi's husband getting attacked by an insane leftist uh, with a hammer.
3: It's the most fundamental thing of all. With democracy, everything's possible. Without it, nothing is. The last few years, our democracy has been threatened and attacked, put at risk, put to the test in this very room on January the 6th.
1: No, not at all. Uh, We want to see the 14,000 hours of videotape. There was no destruction in the Capitol at all. They were able able to open it two hours later. Uh, people have compared it to uh, 9-11. I didn't recall 350 firefighters going into the Capitol to be crushed to death. And I also don't recall people jumping out of windows to their deaths by the hundreds.
3: And then just a few months ago, an unhinged big lie sale and unleashed a political violence.
1: Yeah, the people who doubted the 2020 election, like I do, because of the evidence, uh, we just wanted a hearing. There were a million people in Washington, D.C., to see Donald Trump speak and then march peacefully to the Capitol. And we know that the crowd was infiltrated by at least 14 left-leaning groups, according to Newsweek two years ago, by the way. According to Newsweek, we want to see the 14,000 hours of videotape. But here's the president again uh, spewing this nonsense.
3: The then-speaker of the House of Representatives. Using the very same language the insurrectionists used.
1: He's talking about the guy who attacked Paul Pelosi.
3: As they stalked these halls and chanted on January sixth.
1: That is a lie.
3: Here tonight in this chamber is a man who bears the scars of that brutal attack. But is as tough and as strong and as resilient as they get. My friend Paul Pelosi, Paul Stanley.
1: You know, uh, honestly, again, it's the abusive relationship. It's the honey will be okay and, oh, yeah, you guys caused uh, Paul Pelosi to get hit in the head by a hammer from an an enraged leftist, a radical leftist in San Francisco. You see what I mean? It's just disgusting. Sickening. Oh, and then there's this. This is just glorious. Joe Biden not only uh, uh, mispronounced Tyree Nichols' name, but he invited Tyree Nichols' family to the State of the Union last night for some sort of a political collection, a connection. Now, there was no point to this. Uh, there was a, a, an attempt, I guess, to relay this to uh, uh, the, uh, the interactions between uh, black people and the police in general uh, and to forward some sort of a narrative that didn't exist Exist In this case where five black police officers killed a black man, police department that has been run by three uh, police chiefs who are black, a mayor who is black and 65 percent of the Memphis population being black. But for some reason, he felt he should bring people to the State of the Union uh, and somehow I, I guess this is for a soundbite. <clears throat> Or a, uh, uh, a visual, like, and that's the only thing I can think. Because uh, what he said was, uh, was absolutely uh, a non-sequitur. And by the way, <clears throat> where did the Tyree Nichols story go? It was the, uh, you know, more police brutality, we need to reform the police and all that. Where'd that go? It just disappeared. They were ready to burn Memphis. People were ready to burn Memphis. There people out, the Marching Orders, Antifa, Black Lives Matter. They were ready to do it again, man. They were ready to go. And the story's gone. You know why? Because it's a lie. It's a lie. Rumor has it that uh, Tyree Nichols would have had a relationship with one of the police officer's exes. That's being investigated. That is being investigated. It's been shared online. Uh, Memphis media is following the story. And I have a funny feeling they'll do everything they can to shut it down. Here is Joe Biden with a complete, pandering, nonsensical appearance by grieving parents.
3: Most of us in here have never had to have the talk. The talk that brown and black parents have had to have with their children. Bo, Hunter, Ashley, my children. I never had to have a talk with them. I never had to tell them if a police officer pulls you over, turn your interior lights on right away. Don't reach for your license. Keep your hands on the steering wheel. Imagine having to worry like that every single time. What about the uh, mm-hmm. Thirteen high schools in
1: Baltimore where there's zero proficiency in math in all uh, black students. What about the black murder rate, uh, 13 times the national average? What about the thousands of black lives that are lost to other uh, people of color in America's inner cities? What about fatherless homes? What about abortion? What about all of that? What about all of that? Oh, that's a distraction. I get it now they were brought there to be a distraction that's what it is that's what it is all right uh, we got a little bit more on this <clears throat> excuse me and then also i want to get into some of these uh, hearings with regard to uh, twitter censoring conservative speech uh, some of the hot and heavy action on capitol hill on the way also chris and fort worth you'll be up next this is the rob carson show
2: They impeached our president twice for nothing. The truth is simple, and it's right before our eyes. They raided his home. I don't know what to be concerned about. No one one seems to. And they call us extremists and fascists for supporting him.
3: Yeah, we're done with all that. It's the Rob Carson Show. The MAGA Republicans don't just threaten our personal rights and economic. We must be stronger, more determined, and more committed to saving America than the MAGA Republicans are destroying America. The MAGA Republicans don't just threaten our personal rights and economic security. They're a threat to our very democracy. They refuse to accept the will of the people. You and 81 million Americans voted to save our democracy. Donald Trump isn't just a former president. He is a defeated former president. We just have to vote! 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 And make sure no one ever has the opportunity to steal an election again. You
0: stole the election! You stole it! You stole it, guys! You stole it! You pay a bow too! Yeah, you know what? And together, as Americans, we will get to the promised land!
1: Yeah, I'm not ready to kiss and make up. In fact, I'm never going to kiss and make up with. Uh, that's a really ugly picture, by the way. Dear God in heaven, I mean, you thought that thing with uh, with Jill Biden and Kamala uh, Harris's husband last night. I mean, could you imagine that? You remember when you were a little kid, like you'd go see your great aunt, whatever the hell, and she'd give you that kiss, that uh, that kind of kiss, and sometimes you'd <clears throat> get a little bit of the spit on the side of her mouth on your cheek, and you'd be like, bah, blah, blah. That's that's kind of what I saw last night, and I'm not sure who I'd want to be receiving the kiss from. Uh, I mean, what would be worse? Him or her, because, uh, woo, yeah, Kristen Senema's dress, too. What about that? <clears throat> You're like seeing congressman, 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 congresswoman, congressman, Kristen Senema, uh, congressman, congressman. Yeah, what? Okay. I, I thought it was rather audacious of her to wear that, uh, that, uh, outfit. Yeah, definitely noticed. Definitely noticed that. No, I'm not ready to uh, kiss and make up with a guy who called us MAGA fascists and, uh, and enemies of the democracy last year. Uh, I can't I can't get past that. When you call me something like that, which is declaring me to be an enemy of the country, uh, uh, your little speech last night, I gonna make making a difference. Because you are, by declaring me your enemy, um, I am, and I've got a t-shirt on my swag line, <clears> This <throat> says proud enemy of this state. I am. I'm a proud enemy of the deep state, uh, what the federal government has become. Proud enemy of. What they have done to us, the abuses and usurpations, they have made us go through. Whether it be COVID, lockdowns, destruction of our economy, uh, the, the takeover of, uh, of uh, education with radical CRT and Black Lives Matter BS. Uh, I just, I, I don't have time for it anymore. I, I'm not going to come to the table anymore. Uh, all I am looking for right now is the ability to take you out. To not not physically, but but to get rid of your agenda, to end your agenda, to stop it in its tracks. That's all I care about, is saving our country and stopping this bullcrap from happening. Here's something kind of funny last night. Joe Biden uh, made something up yesterday, and I don't know if you knew this, but uh, Joe Biden, with his 87,000 IRS agents, uh, wants to go after uh, uh, people who wait tables. Did you know that? They're coming after your waitress tips, according to tax expert Mike Palix. The Internal Revenue Service proposed a revenue procedure this week to crack down on the service industry's reporting of tips. So what he said last night about nobody under $400,000 paying more? Well, first of all, I got the inflation tax, the gas uh, price tax and all that. But please... Service industry tip compliance agreement program would be a voluntary tip reporting system in which the IRS and service industry companies cooperate. According to an announcement Monday, the IRS will give the public until early May to provide feedback on the program before implementing it. Those 30 to 87,000 IRS agents that you were promised would only target the rich, according to Mike Palix, Federal Affairs Manager for Americans for Tax Reform. Now they're coming after tips. This new program would improve tip reporting compliance, reduce administrative burdens, and provide more transparency and certainty to taxpayers. That's nonsense. They want to go after and audit people who make tips. And so that's why I'm kind of like saying, if this happens, I'm just going to give you some money. I'm going to slip you a little under the table gladly. That's breaking the law. Yeah, you know, prove it. Here's Joe Biden talking about uh, fast food workers. I don't know if you knew this, but apparently when you work at Wendy's, you can't work at McDonald's because there's a you got a sign of no compete. I don't know where the hell this came from, to be quite honest.
3: We're we're beginning to restore the dignity of work. For example, I I, I should have known this, but I didn't until two years ago. The
1: dignity of work, like uh, telling teachers not to come to work for a year. The dignity of work of having to have two or three jobs to pay for eight dollar eggs.
3: Thirty million workers have to sign non compete agreements with the jobs they take. Thirty million. So a cashier at a burger place can't walk across town and take the same job at another burger place and make a few bucks more. It just changed. But they just that is a gigantic flying flaming pile of change it because we exposed <clears throat> it. That was part of the deal, guys. Look it up. But not anymore. Yeah there's
1: there's no competes. The, the Wendy's, uh, you know, if you're working at the drive-thru at the Wendy's and you're 17 and you're making $12 an hour, uh, you sign a non-compete so you can't go work at McDonald's. Sure. You keep telling yourself that, Uncle Joe. Are you out of your mind? My son has been working since he was 13 years old. He's worked at a garden center, a nursing home, Target, AMC Theaters, Walmart, Domino's Pizza, uh, among uh, Papa John's, among other things. And every time he's been able to decide what he wanted to make. He went to AMC see making 725 an hour you know why because he got free movie tickets and free movie posters then he went to Walmart where he started at $15 an hour give me a break this is fear-mongering nonsense uh, coming up it looks like Twitter's um, having to pay the piper in front of Congress and their censorship we will share some new audio Nancy Mace going after uh, Twitter and uh, your calls as well this is the Rob Carson show last half hour right ahead don't go anywhere
2: Proud to serve as the iceberg to the SS Titanic every day, it's the Rob Carson Show.
4: I have been a little
1: remiss. I don't think I've uh, highlighted <clears throat> Sarah Huckabee Sanders' uh, appearance after the speech last night and her very measured uh, and wonderful response to the State of the Union sharing her uh, uh, survival cancer. That was one thing she survived. She talked about that. Uh, uh, and it kind of, uh, I guess, juxtaposed with Joe Biden's cancer moonshot uh, that he talked about last night. And, and of course, I'm here, you know, uh, I've... <laughs> My dad died of cancer in 1994, okay? And cancer's been a part of my life forever. I've lost a lot of friends to cancer. We all want to beat cancer. What I don't like is political opportunists to step in and claim all the success for those who've been in the in the uh, trenches battling against cancer for decades. And that's what Joe Biden is trying to do. His Cancer Moonshot Foundation that he established after he left president lasted about a year and a half and it only went to salaries. So, you know, I just don't have time for this nonsense. Uh, I do believe that there are cancer breakthroughs coming that are going to be earth-shattering, and it's, it just, to me, seems like Joe Biden, uh, he's not committing any more money to it. He's, he's just standing there, and it sounds like he wants to do some sort of a victory dance uh, with regard to that. But anyway, uh, Sarah Huckabee-Standard, I thought, did a great job last night. My friend Chris Plant was talking about this morning. He said he was surprised, and I, wa- I wasn't. I wasn't. I, I called her DeSantis in heels. Uh, to some degree because she is a true conservative. She's already ushered in uh, changes with regard to curricula at schools that uh, eliminate CRT and transgender nonsense. She's also gotten rid of the idiotic use of the word Latinx that uh, uh, people who are Latino and Latina hate because white Karen liberals think that they know better than brown people as to what they want their language to be. It's just ridiculous. So uh, she's uh, she is a player, guys. She's 40 years old and And she's going to be around and she will be on a presidential ticket or she will be the headliner at the uh, at the, uh, uh, you know, at the head of a ticket someday. And here is what she said about uh, the left and free speech in America.
8: And while you reap the consequences of their failures, the Biden administration seems more interested in woke fantasies than the hard reality Americans face every day. Most Americans simply want to live their lives in freedom and peace. Yep. But we are under attack in a left-wing culture war. We didn't start in... Yeah,
1: we didn't pick the fight. We didn't do anything. We went to work. We, uh, We toiled. We suffered. The government continued to grow. We have suffered through inflation like we've never seen in our lives, and we are supposed to cut our budgets. We are supposed to shop at Walmart, and we can't shop at Dollar General, and then download an app so we can find stores that have goods that have reached their expiration date, because we are suffering.
8: Never wanted to fight. Every day we are told we must partake in their rituals, salute their flags, and worship their false idols all while big government colludes with big tech to strip away the most American thing there is, your freedom of speech. That's not normal. It's crazy. And it's wrong.
1: Think about all the things you couldn't say in the last two years on big social media, all of the narratives that were shot down. You could not have an opinion on hydroxychloroquine or, uh, or ivermectin. You couldn't do it. Why? Why? Uh, uh, Hydroxychloroquine has been given as a prophylaxis for malaria in Africa for decades. Everybody gets a pack every year. And guess what? COVID was a non-factor in Africa. (laughs) They used it in Uttar Pradesh, the, the biggest province in India. They wiped out COVID using ivermectin. We couldn't say anything about it. Couldn't say anything about it. Twitter, Facebook, big social media, the deep state FBI... DHS, they created the rules. They're the ones who decided what was disinformation and misinformation. They created a department called the Department of Disinformation. You couldn't talk about CRT. You couldn't say Black Lives Matter was a sham, a shakedown. It's true. You were told that Hunter Biden's laptop was misinformation and disinformation. It was absolutely true. And every time the media, the deep state, and big social media has said what you think is disinformation and misinformation, you've been proven right. And now Twitter is facing the music on Capitol Hill. And they're lying through their teeth. But at least somebody is having to answer some damned questions about this. I'm going to get to some of the uh, the uh, uh, sound from, uh, among others, uh, well, I'm, I'm trying to remember her name, Nancy Mace. Nancy Mace, who literally, as a member of Congress, uh, got her second booster and has had what she would consider lifelong side effects because of it. And she went after the Vadija, whatever, JJ Vita, whatever, used to be in charge of uh, Twitter, got a $13 million golden parachute. And, uh, and we're going to hear some of the audio on that in a second. Let's go to uh, Eileen in Santa Cruz, home of KSCO, our glorious affiliate there. Hello, Eileen. How are you?
5: I'm great, Rob. How are you today?
1: I'm good.
5: Th- that's fabulous. So I was listening. I-, I just caught the tail end of your last uh, guest. And um, she works for the Daily Caller. Yes. And I couldn't I I couldn't understand uh, what her name was. It is Kay.
1: Kay K Smythe Smythe like Smith, but S M Y T H E K Smythe. Okay. Is her name?
5: And she works for the Daily Caller. Okay, so that's great because I just watched that documentary. What is a woman? Have you guys seen that? Yes. Oh, fabulous.
1: Oh uh, you know, and that's another thing, Eileen, women in this country like you and my wife and my daughter are being erased. We're being yes. erased. We have these clowns who, who have been men all their lives who suddenly become women and they're on on Twitter giving you makeup tips and, and all of this. It, it really is, if I were a woman in the United States of America right now, I would be really, really ticked off.
5: Well, it's even it's even uh, uh, more uh, alarming than that. Because I've got a granddaughter, 17 years old, who's talking about cutting off her healthy breasts, um, and she's changed her name and uh, is is uh, working, uh, you know, with the pronoun them, which sounds to me like a possession um, yeah. situation. And so, I mean, the attack on our children is just off the chart right now it's just and like what you were saying all this disinformation and misinformation you know what we are we're not we we are liar deniers okay that's what we are We're liar <laughs> deniers because all this is just the biggest line of bull i've ever seen it, it just it, 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 yeah
1: yeah eileen eileen there are there are two things that i would uh, die for my country and my children yeah and, and and I got to tell you I'm just done uh with this nonsense and I will do whatever it takes to turn our country around. I'm going to do it in a peaceful fashion, but I certainly am not going to stop fighting this crap. And I will do it every day. And while other people bow out, other radio hosts, they will bow out and they will say, oh, I can't talk about whatever. Bull crap. You have every right to say what you believe. You have a second a first amendment right to your opinion. And as far as this misinformation, disinformation, nonsense, reject it. Every time you hear it, reject it. It's ridiculous. And those are the same people who, who perpetrated this nonsense about transgenderism. You have a 17-year-old niece who is about to undergo the knife. She will wake up at 28 years old wishing she hadn't, wanting to have children, uh, having a big scar on her arm where the, the tissue was removed to make a fake phallus between her legs. It is just absurd, and we have to be willing to fight in every way, shape, and form against this nonsense, Eileen.
5: Yes, these people are criminally insane, literally, and and uh, so uh, you had mentioned the other day about the uh, people who are incarcerated for the uh, January the sixth. Yes, yes. And so, it, what is a way that we can support those people and and their right to redress their grievances, and also what all they were talking about, all they wanted was a hearing to redress you know and a, and a redress of grievances for the election that was stolen
1: obviously stolen and, and, then, and Eileen, you know, that's in- that's a part of the affront to uh, to the First Amendment. You had freedom yeah. of religion that went away yeah. when they when they told you you couldn't go to uh you couldn't go to church because of COVID. You had uh, yeah. the right to address grievances, which was the election of twenty twenty, which uh, social media said there was no doubt there was no election fraud in this country whatsoever. You cannot meet. Yeah. Then they shut down any type of protest in Washington yeah. D.C. with the National Guard for a year. These are all First yeah. Amendment affronts, Eileen, and yeah. these are all absolutely unacceptable in this country
5: yeah well we're at war with the lie that's you know the 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 biggest the the first lie and the first a bit of disinformation and misinformation was in the garden of eden when the uh, when the serpent said did god really say right
1: yeah well you got kind of that same vibe that good and evil vibe going on right now thank you very much
5: don't they have the right to a timely trial? Why are these people held for years on end?
1: I know. Oh yeah, there there are people, and they and they drink brown water, and they are abused, and they are denied uh, yes. clergy. They they every night at nine o'clock they sing the national anthem despite the abuse. And these sons of I'm these bastards who put them there and are torturing yes. them there need to replace them in the cells, and they need Absolutely. to be held to account. Dear God in heaven, we need a second Nuremberg trial for yes. everything. Yes, uh, I couldn't agree
5: with you more. And Biden doesn't even even know what form of government we have. They keep calling us a democracy. We are not a democracy.
1: No, we're not. We're a representative Republican. We always have. Eileen, I got to run. Thanks for the phone call. Thanks for the phone call. Let's real quick go to Chris. I want to get to this Nancy Mace audio in a second here. Chris in Fort Worth, one of our favorite callers. Hello, my friend. How are you today?
9: Hello, Rob. I'm your man, Chris, in Fort Worth. I love you. Hey, Hey, the weather's rainy. It's wet, a little cold. Um, but other than that, uh, um, I got a real quick question, real quick. Question. Yes, yes,
0: yes, yes, yes. Uh,
9: just a quick one. Uh, did, who wrote the song, Barack, Barack the Magic Negro? Was that you and Jim Gossett?
1: Do uh, n- uh, b- you mean the song that uh, was on the Rush Limbaugh program? Yes. Uh, it was Barack the Magic Negro, and, and yes. I'm just saying that because that was the name of the song, and it was, uh, it was a parody. I did not write that. That was a, uh, that was a Paul Shanklin
7: work.
9: Oh, well. Okay, well, I wrote, a,
1: I wrote a lot of the comedy. Shanklin did a lot of the comedy as well for
9: Rush. Yeah, go ahead. Cool. Yeah. Uh, hey, but Speaking of the State of the Union, Russ, uh, Biden, he started trying to take credit for something. He hasn't done anything. He can't take credit for anything. He just lied and lied and lied and wanted us to uh, praise him for crap he's done. And he, never, he never hardly spoke of China. He didn't speak much about the five satellite or the border. And yet he praised himself. And that made me
1: so sick. Well, that's, this is what this is what totalitarians do. Uh, you know, and they and they have this hubris because they know that the media will cover their cover their water will carry their water for them. Let me see. I think I got the uh, here. Here's Joe Biden on the border last night. Yeah, we all know that Joe Biden has destroyed the southern border. Five million illegals have come off across the border. Fentanyl has flooded the country. One hundred eight thousand people died of uh, overdoses last year, and seventy percent of those were fentanyl. Here he is last night on the
3: border. We now have a record number of personnel working to secure the border arresting 8,000 human smugglers, seizing over 23,000 pounds of fentanyl in just the last several months. We've launched a new border plan last month. Unlawful migration from Cuba, Haiti, Nicaragua, and Venezuela has come down 97% as a co- That means nothing. That means nothing
1: because it's a very small percentage of those coming across the border.
3: Consequence of that. But American border problems won't be fixed until Congress acts. If we don't pass my comprehensive immigration reform, let at least pass my plan to provide the equipment and officers to secure the border.
1: And honestly, it just it, it's it, the hubris that it takes to say something like this when we're watching the border wide open and an idiot in charge of it who's not finding the root causes. We know what the root causes are, and they are policy. That's See, it, I'm Chris. Huh? I know I'm you are.
9: Texan, I'm
1: really pissed off about this. Oh, I think a lot of people are. I think 70% of Texans said they would be willing to go to the border themselves with their own arms yeah, to protect the border. Yeah, you know what? And they did it uh, They did it uh, a couple hundred years ago, and uh, they'd be willing to do it again, by the way.
9: Uh, absolutely. On, one more thing. One more thing. Hey, I'm going to hold you. I'm going to buy you a steak dinner, but you got to get me two backstage passes to your show and come to Fort Worth. Don't go to
1: Dallas. <laughs> All right, bro.
9: conservative city.
1: I know, I know. All right. Well we'll, get, well, we'll work on it, bro. We're trying to take the show on the road. Bring my friend Jim with us as well. we got to take a break. Come back. I'll have that man, Nancy Mace audio on the other side of this break. This is The Rob Carson Show.
2: Opinions are easy, entertaining, not so much. It's the Ron Carson Show.
1: So Vijaya Gotti, uh, who got $13 million when she was fired as policy director for Twitter, uh, is appearing in front of Congress on these uh, uh, Twitter censorship, I guess, uh, deep state cabal hearings. Yoel Roth, the former Twitter director of uh, Trust and Safety, was also there. They admitted they made a mistake in censoring posts about Hunter Biden's laptop. Uh, here is um, uh, Nancy Mace talking to Vijaya Gotti about why Twitter and Facebook and Instagram and the mainstream media eliminated the opinions of trusted medical professionals for those who just towed the party and the government line. May I
10: ask of you, where did you go to medical school? I did not go to medical school. I'm sorry? I did not go to medical school. That's what I thought. Why do you think you or anyone else at Twitter had the medical expertise to censor a doctor's expert opinion? Our policies regarding COVID were designed to protect individuals. We were seeing... You guys censored Harvard-educated doctors, Stanford-educated doctors, doctors that are educated in the best places in the world, and you silenced those voices.
1: Dr. Robert Malone, Dr. Bhattacharya.
10: My next question is to the U.S. government. Oh, excuse me, I have another chart I want to show you, Ms. Gaddy. Um, I have another tweet by someone with a following of a full 18,000 followers. This person put a chart from the CDC on Twitter. It's the CDC's own data, so it's accurate by your standards. And you all labeled this as misleading. You're not a doctor, right, Ms. Gaddy? No, I'm not. Okay. What makes you think you or anyone else on Twitter have the medical expertise to censor actual, accurate cdc data i'm not familiar with these particular situations yeah i'm sure you're not yeah and is
1: isn't it funny that all of the doctors theories information was censored on all of the social media platforms and the mainstream media simultaneously and uniformly Robert Malone was was banned on Twitter, Facebook, YouTube. Uh, Robert Kennedy Jr. Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, mainstream media. I can go on and on. All uniform, all marching orders, coming from our government. That's it. That's what the Twitter files have unveiled. So it doesn't stop at Twitter. Here's more from Nancy Mace. Listen to her story, because uh, she uh, took the vaccine and then got a booster. And uh, uh, if you just look at social media, nobody ever got sick from the booster. Nobody got ever sick, you know, even though another 18-year-old collapsed on a basketball card of a heart attack the other day and died. Here's Nancy Mason.
10: Dr. Jay Bhattacharya is a professor of medicine at Stanford who once tweeted an article he wrote about natural immunity.
0: Yeah, I got that. Thanks
10: to Elon Musk's release of the Twitter files, we learned some of his tweets were tagged with the label of Trin's Blacklist. Apparently, the views of a Stanford doctor are disinformation to
0: you. Yeah, disinformation.
10: I, along with many Americans, have long-term effects from COVID. Not only was I a long hauler, but I have effects from the vaccine. It wasn't the first shot, but it was the second shot that I now developed asthma that has never gone. That's
1: psychosomatic misinformation. ...since I had the second
10: shot. Um, I have tremors in my left hand, (laughs) and I have the occasional heart pain that no doctor can explain, and I've had a battery of tests.
1: Probably mitocarditis.
10: I find it extremely alarming Twitter's unfettered censorship spread into medical fields and affected millions of Americans by suppressing expert opinions from doctors and censoring those who disagree with the CDC. Yep. I have great regrets about getting the shot because of the health issues that I now have that I don't think are ever going to go away. And I Mm -hmm. thank God for Matt Taibbi. Thank God for Elon Musk for allowing to show us in the world that Twitter was basically a subsidiary of the FBI censoring real medical voices with real expertise that put real Americans' lives in danger because they didn't have that information. Thank you, Mr. Chairman. The Twitter fires, Twitter worked overtime. Yeah,
1: and by the way, again, uh, all of the same stuff was censored on all social media platforms and the mainstream media, and it was all determined to be disinformation, which was a term our government came up with. That's all you need to know. Let's take a break and wrap things up. This is The Rob Carson Show. All right, guys, help Newsmax get back on DirecTV, 877-NEWSMAX, 877-NEWSMAX. Also, check out the podcast of today's show. Go to Newsmax.com slash listen. Have a glorious day, guys. I'll see you tomorrow. And until then, don't catch the stupid. We're winning. See ya.